I I think I resonate a lot with what you said about like being yourself up and like feeling guilty for that kind of thing. Yeah. Especially when you have these obligations to like other people, right? Hey guys, we are finally back with another episode of the Bunker Cast. But before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to put a little side note here, real quick. Uh, I did mention in this podcast about running two channels, two YouTube channels. I'm no longer doing that. I have since quit posting on my Minecraft YouTube channel, so I will mainly be posting on my Apex YouTube channel. So you guys can check that out. Blur dash Apex on YouTube has helped a lot for sure, and I appreciate everyone's support so far. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, my name is Stuart Mblorlor, and welcome back to the Bunker Casts. It's been a couple weeks since we've posted an episode, and that is simply because I suck at scheduling <laughs> uh, recordings um, with literally anyone. But let me introduce first our, our guest for today, Bryce. Bryce Fletch. How's it going, bro? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, everyone? Welcome. Thanks for having uh, so me. So introduce yourself for the listeners that may not know who you are. Sure. Uh, my name is Bryce Fletch. Uh, I'm an actor from Toronto, Canada. Uh, I'm also a poet, uh, a writer, a singer, a, a learning to play guitar player. Uh, that's at least what my Twitter bio will tell you. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, just a quick little, like literally, you don't even need to look me up. I just read my Twitter bio verbatim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have been a content creator in the past. I, I, I guess I would still consider myself one, you know. I still have a YouTube sure. channel. Uh, I used to be a Twitch streamer. Uh, I used to be like a gaming content creator on YouTube way back in the day. Never, mm-hmm. I, I would say the only time it ever reached a place that I would consider professional when it came to game content creation was when I was on Twitch, never on YouTube, but sure yeah, yeah. I, for the most part just know me i'm that actor guy i i do the acting thing that's my that's my main cup of tea a jack of many trades for sure thanks yeah um yeah uh probably one of the most talented people i know for sure oh thanks <laughs> uh so i want to i want to start with the twitch stuff yeah because you you were you were going for a while there i think almost um like a year or two of of doing twitch stuff right or yeah yeah i mean it was just over a year. I, I think myself, like every other Twitch streamer who popped up in the last year and a half, started because of quarantine, because of because of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it was a thing that I would do like once every blue moon. I'd pop on Twitch and play Spider-Man on the PS4 for like two hours and then disappear for four months. And then when right. quarantine hit, I was like, I need a hobby. Acting's not really happening right now. I have a bunch of games on my backlog I want to play. So I started streaming on Twitch more regularly. A couple nights a week, an audience began to build up. I ended up upgrading my PS4 and buying myself a whole PC setup, like built an old, uh, a custom PC. And then that just grew and grew and grew until I would say the, the community and the audience was at a pretty decent place um, by the start of 2021. Uh, I started right. like March, April, 2020, and I ended up quitting around June of 2021. So it was a year and two months, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what led to you stopping that? Is it just because of like the vaccine and just like acting stuff started to become more frequent? 
Um, I want to say yes and no to that. Like, okay. Well, okay. Here, okay. I'll say no. I'll start with no because the thing for me as an actor is I'm primarily a theater actor. I do a lot of theater stuff. Uh, sure. Catch me in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child when it comes to Toronto in May of 2022. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's exciting. But at least here in Canada, while theater has begun to return in the States and in the UK and in different parts of Europe, Australia, it's still pretty dead here in Toronto. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> it's still not really hustling and bustling. People are starting to make things happen. And I know a lot of theater artists throughout the quarantine were doing a lot of Zoom theater, which was just theater artists appropriating live streaming from content creators i was like sorry stacy you're not doing zoom theater you're doing a really bad live stream over over youtube that's all you're doing um right (laughs) so like i didn't necessarily quit because that kind of stuff was coming around but i did feel like there was a bunch of different reasons i will say that led to me me quitting but in this particular for this particular question i did feel that my t- my attention as an artist was being focused so much on Twitch because I think a lot of people, and you could probably speak on this too, a lot of people don't realize when they first get started how much time, commitment, and energy really has to go into being a Twitch streamer if you want to make it legit. Like if you want to oh, like work hard, put in the kind of like put in the quality that you feel proud of, and you know that varies yeah. depending on the person. But so much of my time and energy was going into. Like making graphics, prepping schedules, planning interviews, meeting with people, trying to collaborate, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, posting content. Posting content, yeah. And it's not just about on Twitch. You got to do TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Like you got to get it everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I haven't written poetry in four months. I haven't done any, like I haven't read a play in eight. The only acting work I was really doing was I was submitting like auditions for voiceover work. And while that was nice, I was like, this, like, I don't see myself being a Twitch streamer long term. Like this was fun and it was great because it got me through the quarantine and all the hell that was this past year. But it's it it wasn't a long term goal for me. And so I had to sit back and think if this isn't a long term goal for me and if other parts of my life are falling away or other parts of my life are beginning to start up again, it's time that I just redivert my attention and reprioritize what matters to me. 100%. And I, I think also like, um twitch streaming isn't for everyone yeah right um while i think you you did a a fantastic job of like building a community and stuff like that's just not where your passion lies right yeah yeah yeah. you you want to entertain on the stage you want to um be more creative in like a different art form right exactly exactly i i think a lot of people go into um streaming thinking that like you know, oh, this is an easy thing and like anyone could do it. Right. But that's, that's not the case, you know? Yep. Um, yep. It takes a lot of, a lot of passion, a lot of hard work to put in a lot of time. And, um, you know, like it's, you're going to find that, you know, if, if you put in the time and, and realize like, oh, maybe, maybe this isn't what I want. Like you just gotta switch it up and find something else. Like, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, that's uh, I think that's really cool, and I I I like that you are, um, you know, uh, getting back into what you what you love to do. And thanks. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see 
what other opportunities you pursue. Um, I'm, I'm super proud that you landed the, uh, the cursed child stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it was insane. I think the craziest thing about like that job is they hired me three years ago. Like I was mm-hmm. hired three years ago, but because of the pandemic and everything was shutting, everything was shutting down. They just kept having to postpone and push and postpone and yep. push. Like it's the arts got hit hard the last year or two it like it's tough like i know a lot of other actors i wasn't the only actor within even like the toronto scene i know a lot of other toronto actors who ended up on twitch or ended up on youtube making just like fun little video skits or live streaming video games or playing D &D all the time because it's like well what else are we gonna do just do sorry i'm really I'm really anti-Zoom theater, so I make a lot of really like <laughs> pessimistic, like biting jokes about it. Some people love it, right. and some people have done some really cool stuff with it. It's not for me. For anyone who is listening and doesn't know what the hell Zoom theater is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's your reading plays over a Zoom call. In my opinion, it's as bad as it sounds, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's one of those things where just people had to find what to do and how they're, the hell they're going to do it. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I haven't, uh, can't say that I've delved into any of that. (laughs) Um, I think I, I saw that like people that were trying to do D and D stuff, um, you know, they had to film it over zoom. And I think that just did not interest me. Like I was like, I don't want to see them do this over like webcams, you know, I want to see the full set produced and, and then like you know hanging out at a table with each other and all that stuff right like i think i think critical role critical role they were they had to hop on zoom call for a few months and i think Mm -hmm. they they ended because i I don't know if you watch critical role i'm i i know of it i don't really watch it myself i dabble yeah yeah same same but like they i think they've been going for this one campaign for like three four years spent the last like seven months over zoom and managed to do the final couple weeks of the campaign back in person which, as far as I know, fans of the series were ecstatic that it was back in person. They're all around a mm-hmm. table. They see the set. It it changes. It changes the experience. 100%. Yeah, and I think especially with that series, like, it's very emotional and, like, heart-wrenching um, with the way that it goes. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's more awkward over Zoom <laughs> rather than, like, when they're there with each other and, like, can really see the emotion uh portrayed i guess yeah and yeah i i think i think that's definitely a huge factor okay so i want to i want to just kind of like remind people um so so like we we've kind of met through like gaming stuff yeah originally yeah um so because because you were a part of evotech mm-hmm. um and then um, i don't even remember when you left like what year that was it, see it's i think it's been a few years yeah it's been a few years i don't know it's it's always been weird for me like gaming content creation i think the year and a half i spent right. on twitch so year and two months i spent on twitch is the most like committed i've been to making gaming content online because mm. i know i started getting into it back in high school which was like 2015 and i was making like let's plays on youtube we all were everyone was making let's play content yeah. on youtube in 20, oh, 2015 that was the peak of, of gaming content on youtube for sure um i was making let's play content and 
I stumbled, I don't know if the podcast listeners know Blue Wings 4, but I stumbled across yeah. Blue Wings and Blue Wings introduced me to you and the Evotech gang. And I joined up for a couple months and then I immediately went to theater school. Like I immediately went to college and I was like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. have time for this. I don't have time for this. Yeah. I've got a dip. Yeah. Kind of stopped yeah. making gaming content, got back into it. Um, and then dipped kind of joined up again for like a month or two but then i dipped again because i went off to university i i I think a big thing for me when it's come to like juggling and balancing like what i invest my time and what i invest my energy in is that when it comes to like internet stuff i don't know i've always been really weird when it comes to like posting on instagram or posting on twitter or posting on youtube and twitch because i think there's Oh, I could go into I could go to a whole rant about this. I've been reading a lot of books and listening to a lot of podcasts on the topic, but like artificial validation from mm-hmm. the internet. Like it's right. it's a whole thing that anytime I've ever like dipped from the internet for a few months, it's been like it's 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 always been it's always led up. There's been months of me feeling really uneasy and and weird and just not really happy with what I'm doing online and feeling like the ego is requiring too much outsource validation that eventually I just like kind of crack. I snap and I'm like, all right, I'm dipping. I'm out for a while. Peace. Have a good time. Sure. Yeah. And I just take a break and kind of figure out me. You know. Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you take a lot of social media breaks, which I think is very healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely need that. You know, detox once in a while. Yeah, like I've, um, I've been on one for the last, actually around the time I quit Twitch, I was also like, all right, we're dropping Instagram, we're dropping Twitter. I still haven't downloaded Instagram again, but I, I popped back on Twitter yesterday because people were starting to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is a trailer dropping? Yep. Not Twitter's just being a dick? Okay, there's no trailer. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, I did want to talk to you about that a little because I know you're a big uh, MCU fan. Ooh, yeah. And I, I don't know how much of a fan you are of DC, actually, but... I, 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 okay, 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 context, Uh I've been reading Spider-Man since I was, like, 13, um, I became, like, an obsessive, healthy, healthy obsession, but an obsessive Marvel fanboy in high school, where I was, like, going to the comic book store every weekend, buying the buying all the Ultimate Spider-Man graphic novels, reading Civil War, all the main events, like, grabbing every graphic novel I could, bringing my own pull. Like, I, 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 have a, I read a lot of comic books uh, in my teen years. And then the Marvel movie started coming. I was like, hell yeah. I've seen almost every single Marvel movie on, like, premiere night. Um, nice yeah yeah like i got to see black widow in theaters like two days after it came out i was like oh my god theaters okay it felt so good it felt so good where i was uh where i was at at the time had had uh theaters reopened so it was good uh yeah i i love marvel i love marvel i listen to all the video essays you want to have a talk about like the like the timeline effects of captain america traveling through different points in history to return the time stones and what that oh means gosh. for the mcu going forward i will sit down and i will talk about it you want to talk about dc well i have <laughs> seen a few live actions i don't like yeah. the cw shows i think the animated is good i think teen titans go is a lot more fun than people give it credit for and I've read a couple comic books. <laughs> that's nice. yeah. I'm definitely more of a Marvel guy than a DC guy. Um, that, that's sure. just me. 
I've basically watched all of the like the shows that were released on Disney Plus. Same. And uh, I saw Black Widow. Okay. I, I kind of like I ordered it online, so I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was all like through Disney Plus. It's been cool also to like see people's theories come true because like I'm I'm all over like the theories on TikTok and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's really cool, and I'm really excited to see like where you know the phase four stuff goes mm-hmm. um i i guess for me as like someone who's never read the comics or anything like that yeah it's 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 all new stuff right like for a lot of people i mean obviously it's new for pretty much everyone but it's a, it's very adapted from like um comic stuff or like not really adapted it's like re rewritten with the same characters yeah like you, you know? know at the end of the day that's kind of what adaption's all about i think you're like spot yeah. on it's like it's like like i just think of like the latest season of loki um mm-hmm. like i think if you look at owen wilson's character mobius uh i don't think that's a spoiler i'm gonna try to avoid spoilers just in case anyone if anyone hasn't watched loki yet please if you can go watch it yeah 100 percent. but M- mobius's character in the comics I-, I knew nothing about until after the show i went and looked him up the most boring person in the world. There was like this guy was like Bruh. it was like nothing. And in the comics, I'm not. I'm like ninety percent sure. Maybe someone will correct me. They'll send an angry message to you, be like, "Your guest was an idiot and said the wrong thing." But Mobius <laughs> in the comics was like one dude who made up almost every single TVA agent. Like all the TVA agents were Mobius, which is like weird, weird. when you think about it, because that completely changes what the tva is in the mcu you know Mm -hmm. so i think they did some really cool stuff changing mobius to be just the one dude and also making mobius so much more interesting as a character i think owen wilson did a great job for sure and it just allows them to like it allows them to make jonathan majors maybe maybe that is a spoiler saying the actor's name but it just allows the finale (laughs) Just to have a lot more weight and the realizations that we as an audience and Loki and Mobius as characters have in the last couple episodes, yeah. just so much heavier, you know, like it just, it just, it's more impactful. Yeah. And in my opinion, uh, I, I, I loved his betrayal. It was, it was great. It was so good. I just want, I just want a jet ski. That's all I want. I just want a jet ski. True. I just want a yeah. jet ski scene. I'm, I'm very excited for the second season because I was, I was confused at the end um but it took me it took me a hot second i i like i was i just came away from the episode confused and then i thought about it and i was like oh okay wait no it's starting to make sense like i started piecing together yeah. like what was going on have you have you, you know? looked up like have you looked up who who jonathan majors is in the mcu yeah okay 100%. okay cool yeah yeah I've, like and it was kind of there was a theory that came true like yeah. that that's what that was yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like so i kind of already knew like as he was talking, as he was having the conversation with him, I was like, "Oh, th- that's this guy, right?" Yep, yep. So, yeah. Anyways, moving on before we accidentally. Yeah, I was like, this else. feels borderline spoiler, but this is yeah, it's, uh, fine. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Bunker Cast. Now, I just wanted to remind you guys that you can support me financially every month on Anchor.fm slash the bunker cast and it's as low as a dollar a month 
Thank you to the two people that are supporting this podcast already, and I thank you all for listening and hopefully following and leaving a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Anyways, thank you so much, and uh, I'll let you get back to the episode. Something I want to talk to you about also Um as I said, you you are a jack of many trades, right? Like you oh, poetry you. and acting and you know ga- gaming stuff and and you know all kinds of all kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something that I particularly struggle with, which is I love a lot of things. <laughs> like I I love singing and making covers and writing my own music. I love, you know, acting on stage, acting as a character, voice acting. Um, like, that's why D&D is fun for me. Yeah. I love storytelling. I love writing novels. Like, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, what do you do uh, to, like, hone in on a particular thing that you want to work on as far as, like, passion projects or what you want to pursue in general like like what is your like how do you go about that uh i panic scream and stress myself out um (laughs) 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 terrible juggler i i I don't know i guess see the question you're asking is the question that i'm still like i'm actively asking myself it's one of the reasons like i mentioned earlier i disappear from the internet every few months because it's like uh i'm getting too much like outwardly surface level validation from people I don't really know. But then there's also like, ah, I, there's so much I want to do, but I don't know how to do it all. And because I can't do everything, I just shut down and I do nothing. So one thing that's been really nice for me the last month and a bit is before I took this break from the internet, before I stopped streaming, I was doing a lot. Like I was, so I was doing voice, uh, voice acting auditions ballet classes, singing lessons. I was working. I was starting a new job. I was streaming on Twitch. I was streaming on another Twitch channel. I was streaming on a third Twitch channel. I was a community manager in my own community and then another community. I was writing poetry. I was taking poetry workshops. I was trying to take acting classes. I was trying to write. Like, it's just like the list goes on. It sounds exhausting. And like, I would try to fit it all within a week. Like all those things I just listed off. I would, if I didn't feel like I was doing all of that, at least once a week, I felt so guilty and I felt Mm -hmm. so mad at myself. Cause it's like, well, if I actually care about, if I actually care about singing, I will find the time to sing. Oh my God. You know, if I actually care about making content, on the internet, I will find the time to make the content content on the internet. And it just, I would be so mean to myself. I would be so angry with myself. And I think one thing that's really helped for me is the stepping back and the reprioritizing and also like forgiving myself, you know, it's like, okay, well, first of all, like if I need to actually sit back, what matters most to me in the short term or what matters most to me in the long term, you know? Singing matters yeah. more to me in the long term than making, like, gaming content because, like, a career as an actor, like, that's the career I'm building for myself and something like singing right. will get me more jobs on a stage. Or So it's like, okay, so I'm going to just, like, put the gaming to the side for a second and I'm going to make sure that I put a little bit more time into my week for the singing. And then it's also like, well, how many of these things am I doing in my week? Am I doing for me or 
and how many of them am I doing because I just feel a sense of obligation to someone else? Like hmm. I was community manager and I was streaming on two other channels that weren't my own, not because I wanted to, but because I wanted to help out the person I was doing it with. Right. And I know for me, when it came to that, there's a huge fear that if I said to these people, I was like, I, I can't stream with you anymore. I can't like manage this this community, like this Discord community any longer because it's affecting my own personal life. I had a fear that if I said that, they would react negatively to me. They would yeah, say- Yeah, and that would you would hurt that relationship yeah, kind of. Right? I, I would hurt that relationship. Yeah. I would hurt them. They would lash out at me. They would be mad at me. They would be upset with me. And that was a huge fear. And that's something I'd been wanting to do for months. Like I've like a lot of these feelings I've had since like December of 2020, like six months ago. And I was just letting them build up and just like waiting. And so eventually when I was like, all right, I'm cutting, I, I'm quitting for a bit. And I, I had some like personal stuff go on in my own life that made me just sit back and be like, wow, other parts of my life are falling apart because I'm not managing my time and my energy appropriately. I really mm -hmm. need to sit back and like figure out my, my stuff. And so I, yeah. this, this big personal like change happened in my life. And I was like, damn, okay. And I went back and I sat down and said, what do I care about? What do I need? And I reached out to these people and I said, Hey, I can't stream on this channel. Hey, I can't with this community manager stuff. I didn't cut cold Turkey. I wasn't just like, bye. I was like, Hey, listen, yeah. I need, like, we need to like phase me out. Like I'll finish this game. Sure. I'll finish this game over the next week or two, and then I gotta stop. Like I'll give yeah. you all the tools and all the all the like the secret ingredients I was using to manage this Discord community, but then I need to stop. And what's really awesome, and I think this comes from like time and just like growing as a human being, is that I was very lucky this time around that the person that the people that I was reaching out to and confiding in about this. They were super understanding. They were great people who were like, I so support you. I think that's a great idea. Thank you for taking care of you because I care about you. I know there's people in the past, which is, you know, that's often why we have these fears today is because things happen in the past that affect us. I'm a big nature forms us more than nurture forms us. I Sorry, I'm a big nurture forms us more than nature forms us kind of person if we want to get psychological for a sec. But like, right. like I definitely have had people in the past where if I were to reach out and be like, hey, I, I can't do this for you anymore because it's hurting me. If I were to say that to them, they would lash out. They have, like I have had people lash out, which is what led to a lot of these fears today. Of like, I can't tell this person I have to stop streaming because they'll get mad at me. Right. And, and like, again, thankfully these people were awesome because I, I, with time and with growth as a person, I've managed to surround myself with people who are really understanding and who are really good people. But it's one of those things where it's like when, when you're juggling all these different things that you care about, I think I think it's realize if forgiving yourself for not being perfect, if that's a big thing. If I like if I have to be like, what's the three what's the three morals of this story? You know? Yeah. Number one, <laughs> forgive yourself yeah. for not being perfect. You're never gonna be perfect and you never need to be perfect. And if that's something you're telling yourself, like sit back and be like, why? Why do I need to feel the need to be perfect? Because other people don't need to be perfect. And if other people don't need to be perfect, I don't need to be perfect. So it's the, it's the forgiveness. And then it's like begrudgingly, like actually sit back and be like, do I actually need to do all these things that I want to do? Like, what do I actually need to do? And what do I actually want to do? What do I actually care about doing? Because if you really sit back and like think about it and ask why, you realize, oh, I'm actually doing this because I'm scared what people will think about me if I don't. I'm actually doing this because like... 
it's something that I have always done for years. And I just, I feel a loyalty to you. Like, here's a really, like, simple, like, small example. Converse. I have worn high-top Converse almost every day since I was 12 years old. And I had a moment the other week where I was like, I'm an adult man. I can I can <laughs> wear different shoes if I want to. So I've t- yeah. I've tossed my Converse in a in a donation bin and I'm going to go get myself a new pair of shoes. Like, it's, it's little things like that. Like, being like... Let yourself grow and let yourself change. It's okay to change. You don't need to do everything you've always done. And mm-hmm. ma- and it's okay to do things for you. I think those are two things. And then the third one is moderation, you know? Like if yes. if you've looked at like like why am I doing this? Am I looking if you've if you've sat back and you've taken away what you're doing for others and you're still the things for yourself is still a big pile, it's like, okay, well, let's let's look at like what I care about most and let's look at but what I need to do most and if singing I care about more than gaming well then I should really make sure I get I, I sing more I don't need to get rid of gaming like I can make Saturday night my gaming nights like I know for me anime I like anime I've never been the biggest like weeboo in the world or whatever the term is <laughs> but like I, okay. I love anime and so the thing that I've done is Monday nights is anime night. I'll watch anime with my friends, Sam and Chandler, every Monday night. We've every, almost every Monday night for the last six months, we've watched anime all together. It's a great, it's also a great excuse to make sure I find time to spend, it's, I find time to, to hang out with the people that I love, you know? Right, yeah. And then I don't watch anime the rest of the week, even though like, oh my God, we're watching Attack on Titan right now and it's so good and I just really want to sit down and be like, guys, can we please watch more Attack on Titan? Y'all, folks, I need to watch more Attack on Titan. I'm like, no, self-control, self-control. You wait till Monday. You can you can find out what the hell happens to Aaron on Monday. So it's, <laughs> yeah, forgive yourself. What are, what are the things? That, forgive yourself, let yourself change and moderation. I think those are the three big things that I've been working towards when it comes to like all the things that I want to do versus what I can actually do as a human being. Because that's that's what we all are, you know? At the end of the day, we're just yeah. humans, and humans, like, you don't sleep for three days, and all of a sudden your immune system is murdering you, you know? It's like, oh, I kind of <laughs> need that now more than ever. Your immune systems, you need them now more than ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Dude, I, I vibe with that so hard, because, like, I have been doing a juggling act for a while. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you're, like, you're a busy guy. <laughs> like i stream on twitch i post on two youtube channels i manage uh, a third youtube channel that is like a group channel so i have uh i have to make sure someone is editing the video and someone is making a thumbnail for the video and we post on like a, a bunch of different social media so i'm doing that for myself and the group um you know i'm getting a little bit of more help with the socials uh from other people um but, you know, it's mainly me. And then I have my video editing, which is, like, literally my full-time career. Yep. Uh, you know, and and uh, it's just – it's a lot. And then I, I want time to write music. And I want time to, you know, maybe write uh, a, a book or, um, you know, read as well. Like, I, w- I want to do reading and I want to, like, learn more. And – um. You know, so it's a lot of, um, 
it's a lot. There's a lot of different things. Well, that makes you think of two um, things. It's like the the first thing, something that really helps with that moderation thing I said is ask for help. Like the fact that you're getting help from people, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Like if you can get help from people, that's like get it. Like it's okay to ask for help. And then the other thing that makes me think of is I think of like how you started this podcast. Like it's been a few weeks because I'm terrible and I can't schedule. Like I think that's a great oh, example true. of like forgive yourself oh bro because like you yeah. just listed off you are crazy busy you know and like yeah. i think you i think it's okay that sometimes something like the podcast takes a couple weeks off before it jumps back in with a new guest because like you just yeah. said you got a bunch of other stuff you're doing yeah we should probably have this be an every other week or <laughs> every two weeks thing huh uh, <laughs> let's not do i i definitely i think i definitely like overcommitted myself um and i think i do that a lot too yeah uh like you know i'll be like yeah i can totally like freaking do all this stuff like i'm a i'm a big yes man for sure and i gotta cut it out 100 percent. um but yeah no i definitely was like yeah i could totally do like a daily pod or not a daily podcast that'd be insane <laughs> but like a weekly podcast um you know and and i'd be like yeah i have like a ton of people I could bring on, but I I think I've I've been more selective and also like, um you know yeah it's hard to like schedule times with people, obviously, um so you know I I definitely need to like pull back a little bit. Well, it's like um, I don't know I've been I've been reading a lot of like self help and self discovery books lately, and I think something mm -hmm. I've really gathered from all of them because many of them are filled with like a bunch of nonsense, but one thing that I really like from a lot of them is that like don't 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 hate the bad parts about you like you or not even bad parts about you but like don't look at any part of you as bad just accept every part of you like you said like right. you know i took on too much i'm like working a little too hard like yeah okay so you, you took on too much you know that's just a part of you how i would see that is you're very driven and you're very like hardworking and you're very passionate you know and that yeah. can lead to you being tired as all hell and doing too much, but that can also lead to you discovering and also doing a lot. I, I think I resonate a lot with what you said about like being yourself up and like feeling guilty for that kind of thing. Yeah. Especially when you have these obligations to like other people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like uh oh gosh. I I the amount of times that I'll be like Oh, I haven't posted on Instagram in a few days, or I haven't posted a podcast in a couple of weeks, or you know that kind of thing. Like, I I will definitely be like, you know, where is your time going? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what what are you doing, right? And um, you know, the part of that could be time management, but another part of that is like, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and it's hard for me to manage um everything if I have a lot piled on and like it's so, it's scary it's scary the idea that like yeah you know i could let someone down or i could be mm -hmm. missing out on something that matters to me like the idea of losing things is really scary and it can be an overwhelming thing but you know it's just like forgive yourself and like yeah don't get mad at yourself for not reaching the heights that you want to because just because you didn't do it today doesn't mean you couldn't do it tomorrow or you couldn't do it a year from now like everyone's mm -hmm. path is different and everyone does things differently you know 100 percent. i i, I want to go back to sort of like um having an audience mm -hmm. as well yeah um because you talked about like um 
you know, with, with social media, uh, you kind of feel like you have this, like, you, you don't want to let those people down as well. Yeah. Um, and, and, and let, you know, you, you kind of start to like, let the numbers dictate what you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So something that I have, I've learned very recently and that I've been trying to practice with myself is to mostly, you know, compare myself to me, right? Yep. Like working only on improving from what I did yesterday or how I did yesterday. Um, because, you know, it, it definitely, it definitely can get to you, especially on, you know, apps like TikTok or YouTube or whatever, when, when people are just sitting behind a keyboard and they will say whatever. Right. Yep. Um, like just yesterday I had someone tell me that my post on TikTok wasn't funny. And I was like, all right, <laughs> why did you take time out um, of your day to say that? Like, why do you... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I've, I've heard like, I've heard Gary V say this a lot, but, um, it, the, he, he, says that like if someone took time out of their day to leave hate on my post that says more about them yeah than it does me 100 percent. Right? um so you know i i look at that as like um you know it's not so much like i like i shouldn't be thinking about like oh you know how do i be more funny next time or or whatever right yeah it's just like you know this one person just like didn't think it was funny and and that's that like i i should just move on and keep doing what i'm doing um and you know so that's i've i've been focusing a lot more on um you know keep you know like making sure like i stay in the mental state of like continuing to be happy with what i post and and you know not really needing anyone else's approval and that is extremely hard it's for me. really hard i think it's hard for everyone i i um, i really like that compare me to me that's really good i like that yeah because like i have lived a lot of my life concerned about what other people are thinking about me and i still i still do obviously yeah but like um you know it's it's i think it's like something that i've kind of um like gotten passed down to me i guess <laughs> um you know just sort of an appearance thing like i don't want people to think weird things about me or think anything negative about me but it like that's on them listen all the me. kids who got bullied in high school or bullied in elementary school for being weird are the ones who make all the content on the internet now we all got it 100 percent. the the yeah. go-to for so... me kids kids when i used to call me alien head because my hair is really thick and as kids, you don't get stylish haircuts while the hair was on my head. That was that was the go-to. That was what all the bullies called me. They called me Alien Head. That was that was my that that was the thing that built up all my insecurities. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So I'm definitely trying to. I've been doing trying to do a lot of like self-love stuff, right? That's awesome. Um, and I I loved your idea of like taking more selfies because I think when I was doing that, that was helping a lot um because you know i was getting used to like how i looked and 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 you know starting to like appreciate um appreciate that right it's it's um, it's funny i have a really weird like headspace with selfies these days but like yeah when i started doing selfie every day for a year it was kind of like oh this could be really cool to see how things change and who comes in and who leaves who goes out of my life 
but you're so right taking a photo of myself like seeing my face every day like part of it's egotistical it's like maybe i'm becoming a little too obsessed with how i look but the other part is like i'm becoming more comfortable with how i look like these days when i take right. a selfie like i try to keep it like I, I i remember like years ago i would take a selfie and there'd be like 30 different photos of the same face angle in my camera roll and it's like i don't know which one to post and they're all the same except for like maybe my eyelash is like half closing in one of them <laughs> but like these yeah. days if i'm taking a selfie i was like boop, 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 boop. all right i took four in a row because we were all kind of moving and i'll just save whichever one i like the most it definitely sure. makes me yeah i i think you're you're like spot on it just it helps make you feel more comfortable and, and confident with just that's how i look and i don't need to look any different yeah um, and I think something else that was like kind of hurting my self-image was I wasn't taking care of myself, right? Like yeah. I wasn't getting a haircut and shaving and all kinds of stuff, right? So when I take care of myself, that helps to uh, further like boost my self-esteem. Yeah, self-love right? is so important, but loving yourself makes it so much easier to feel loved by others. And I felt more confident with my my content because i am more confident in myself yeah because it, it kind of shows through that way right yeah and like i'm definitely in like the head same headspace and like all this stuff that i'm talking about like i'm actively working through it every day like i've been actively working through it for years and i'm, I'm gonna keep working through it for years to come but it's like yeah i think of something like loving yourself like me loving myself and the anxiety i get from like strange valid stranger validation artificial validation from things like instagram or the internet it's like well I, like i know that if i had a bit more love for myself and a bit more confidence in who i am as a person that i would feel less at ease i would i would feel more at ease i would feel less uneasy about well hold, well wait a second i posted something about my poetry today and i posted something about like a book I was reading yesterday and the likes are different on Instagram. Wait, does that mean like people only like me if I post about poetry and not the books that I'm reading? Oh no. Okay, am I not allowed to like, and it just spirals into this whole like self doubt of the self versus if it's like, mm -hmm. I don't really care what people think. I just kind of love that. I love both poetry and I love books. It doesn't matter if this has a hundred likes and that is 50 likes. It's what matters is that I like this thing and I shouldn't let anyone else tell me whether indirectly or directly if that should be important to me. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Compare me cool. to me. Love me for me. Those. That's That's a great, that's a great way to look at things. That's a great philosophy. For sure. Just a quick shout out. I want to, so I currently edit for a streamer, Brother Enoch, and he, like I, a lot of, not a lot of, but like a couple of things I've, I've pulled from him basically where he'll just, you know, he, isn't too bothered by people hating or um you know just different stuff like that like he'll talk about that sometimes where you know um he just kind of focuses on himself and doesn't really let those outer things affect him yeah i guess and i think a big thing to know is um, that like it's easier said than done and it goes back to like forgive yourself when it doesn't happen right away you know <laughs> right, yeah. 100%. I want to uh do a couple things here. Okay. Um first, 
are there any particular games that you're either looking forward to or really enjoying right now? I am. So I, I do my best to try to. No, I don't. Shut up, Bryce. I'm really bad at playing only one game at a time. <laughs> I was okay, about to say, yeah. I try my best to stick with only one game. No, I don't. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm really bad at sticking with one game at a time, but what I'm currently playing through is Spiritfarer. I'm about halfway through, loving every second of it. Uh, it's okay. an indie title. I love indie titles. I love indie titles. I love games with great stories. Mm-hmm. Spiritfarer, you, are, you play Estella, the new guide for spirits to take them on the ferry to the afterlife it's like a great like simulation game it's got your farm mechanics your 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 fishing mechanics your building mechanics all wrapped into this cozy little game where you meet spirits you get to know them as people and then you help them move on to the afterlife it's it's great i recommend it 10 out of 10 have sit down have a good cry um i'm also playing new pokemon snap on switch i loved the original pokemon snap when i was a kid and I'm playing new Pokemon Snap right now, slowly but surely. It's one of those games where because it's it doesn't have like a very engaging narrative through line, I just kind of pick it up, play it for an hour, and then I put it down and come back two weeks later, you know? It's like, oh, what Pokemon right. will I discover today? And cool. up next, I, I'm about to play Bioshock for the first time. And I'm kind of excited. I hear it's freaky, but I hear the story is really, really cool. So I'm, I'm going to go pick up. I'm I'm picking up a copy of Bioshock, like the Master Collection or whatever it's called, and I'm gonna play through Bioshock One, and I'm really excited for it. Three very different games, but yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with games right now. So I'm gonna try and come up with um, a couple rapid fire questions here. Okay. First one, uh, and just try and answer it, I guess, as quickly as possible okay right? i'll do my best not to do that okay. rambling thing i've there been doing go. the whole time cool <laughs> <laughs> a couple of them are going to be marvel themed a couple of them are going to be like game themed. perfect right? let's go and some not so <laughs> cool not so much cool all right <clears throat> first one minecraft or roblox minecraft easy yeah okay. easy easy moba or fps uh, I'm going to say FPS because like I love me some Halo Reach. I love me some Valorant. And the only MOBA I've managed to get into is like League of Legends once or twice. Although I really kind of want to play mm-hmm. Pokemon Unite. So, but FPS. Okay. Cool. Hamburger or hot dog? Hot dog. Like hamburgers are great, but like hot dogs are so easy. And I love getting hot dogs from street vendors in the city. Here's an interesting one. Captain America or Iron Man? Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, Captain America. At least if we're talking about MCU, I like Steve Rogers' stories more than I like Tony Stark's stories in the movies. In the movies, and then also sure. in Civil War in the comic storyline, I was on Steve Rogers' side. So Captain America, Homecoming, or <sighs> Far From Home. <sighs> I'm gonna say Homecoming because it was our introduction to Tom Holland Spider-Man, who I actually really love. Uh, Far From Home did some really cool things, although I had more issues with Far From Home. I can go into it later. I don't want to sound too much like a Marvel fanboy, but like mm-hmm. they're both great. Love them both. Own them both. They're like the only movies I have on Blu-ray. But it, I'm gonna go with 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 Homecoming. Okay. Now this is this is less MCU. Okay. Um, because they haven't been introduced yet. Uh, X-Men or Fantastic Four? I. 
they're both great Fantastic Four for me, though. I loved the Fantastic Four comics when I used to read them. Ultimate Fantastic Four. If you want to hear, if you want to see some really interesting takes on the Fantastic Four, the Ultimate Universe is really, really interesting. Reed Richards becomes a supervillain. It's dope. Check out Fanta- Ultimate Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, Fantastic Four. I love X Men though. If I was ever to be in, an, in a Marvel movie, I really want to be like Nightcrawler or I or Iceman. I think I would love that. Yo, Marvel, hit cool. me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have three options. Okay. Favorite decade of gaming. Okay. Okay. 1990s. All right. 2000s. And then 2010 to like now. I'm going to go with 2000s. I'm a 97 baby. So like I'm still, I, I don't consider myself a 90s kid, despite the fact that I had a lot of the 90s experience carry over into my early 2000s. Like my first console was an right. N64, you know, like I, yeah. I owned VHSs and I watched that. I had a cassette tape recorder. But I'm going to say early 2000s just because games like Super Mario Sunshine, The Sims, Ratchet and Clank, Banjo, I guess Banjo Kazooie's kind of 90s. But I, I don't know if you get what I mean when I say there's a particular vibe that you only get from early, from you only get from 2000s games. When I played Tomb Raider for the first time, which was like six months ago, I booted up and I went like, this is the 2000s. This feels like the 2000s. This is remastered, but this feels like 2000s. And I really like that feeling. Right. Yeah. Console or PC? Console. I'm very on the go in a non-COVID world. I'm on the go constantly. So having something like a Switch is chef kiss. For this next one, controller, mouse, and key. Would you say controller, probably? I like the feel of a controller for most games. Like if I'm playing a platformer or an indie game or any 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 game that isn't an FPS, I, I, I've I become, I played Halo Reach all the time on 360, but having played Valorant constantly with a mouse and keyboard, I realized that FPS is a lot nicer with a mouse and keyboard, but everything else controller. For sure. Yep. Favorite class in D&D? I like rogues. I really like rogues and like everything I play. I play a Khajiit rogue thief in Skyrim. If whenever I'm building D&D classes, I play rogues. Although I will say druids and archers are really fun too. I like being sneaky and I like playing with animals, but I think that's just me in real life too. So, <laughs> Gotcha. Okay, cool. I, I think that's, that's going to be it for the, for the episode then. Groovy. Well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, man, it was really awesome. Uh, go ahead and I don't know. <laughs> I guess you're kind of off socials <laughs> right now. Um, but if you want to plug anything, yeah, I mean, like folks can, can find me on YouTube. Uh, I'm just Bryce Fletch. Like, throw my name on Google, Bryce Fletch. Like my YouTube, my Twitter, my Instagram will pop up. But at Bryce S Fletch on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram, I'm AFK at the time of recording. But Twitter, I've begun to mm-hmm. explore on a bit. And then YouTube, like I don't know. I like to just post whatever I'm vibing with, which could be like, I think the other day I posted a cover of um, Avatar's Love from Avatar The Last Airbender, favorite show ever. Um, just oh. It's just like a little one minute video. Oh, was that with the little Yeah, the little kalimba. Thing? It's like just super oh relaxing. It's just great vibes. Yes. So I'll post anything from that to like, I love vlogging and like, again pre-covid when i would travel i'd vlog my trips and i'd upload them there so that yeah a little home movie for me to watch years later and then sometimes i talk very about gaming. Dope. thank you thank you yeah the filming and editing oh my god thank so you good. yeah so it's just kind of like it's kind of just like a little bit of everything on my social medias but like twitter instagram youtube bryce fletch you'll find me um, i would love to hang out and chat when i you know am back 
doing that online more actively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. <laughs>